welcome to episode two of the Lucky Irish Law of Attraction podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Kate, and I'm a life coach and manifestation mentor. So today I want to talk all about changing our language to consciously allow into our lives what we desire instead of unconsciously pushing it away. France, Franon, I may be pronouncing that wrong, apologies, um, said that mastery of language affords remarkable power. So I speak a lot about language in the work that I do, and I really, truly believe that it's so important that we hone in on what we are saying, not just out loud, but also to ourselves. The words that we say have so much power attached to them. There are words that are great to have in our vocabulary and then there are words that are not so great to have in our vocabulary. So it is really important to take time and notice how words feel when you say them. Does it feel uplifting and empowering or does it feel deflating and disheartening? So it's really important to hone in on the feeling you get when you say a certain thing. So for some people, certain words will feel very empowering and for others there may be a negative connotation to them due to um, past experiences that just make that word not sit so well with them. So it's really important that you know what works best for you and you know what feels right. Roger Bacon said knowledge of language is the doorway to wisdom. So I want to go through a list of some words now that I would really recommend removing or avoiding using around your desired intentions. So when you are working on manifesting things into your life, there are certain words that can create extra obstacles and hinder us from getting what we want that uh, we may not be aware of. So, for example, when you say the word must, oh, I must do this. The definition of must is to be obliged to do. So an obligation is never a fun thing. And when we say we must do something, if you say that and feel how that feels within you, most likely it doesn't feel good when you must do something. It's a negative feeling for me in my um, tummy area. Likewise, when I say need, Need require is a required, sorry, my apologies. So need, the definition is require something because it is essential or very important rather than just desirable. So when you say I need to do something, it's having that similarity to must. It's something that you need rather than something that you desire, something that you want. When you say you have to do something, the definition of this is used to say something that is required or necessary. Again, not something that is desirable. When you say you should, the definition is used to indicate obligation, duty or correctness. And none of that sounds good in my life. So I am not one that likes obligations. And I am certainly not somebody who likes um, to have to do certain things a certain way. Um, so the word should is not a word that I like to use. And again, it doesn't feel good when I say it. A really common word that 
is used so frequently with so many people throughout their days is the word try or trying. I'm trying to do this. Oh, I'm going to try and lose weight. I'm going to try and get some new clients. I'm going to try and manifest this thing. I'm really trying to do this. The definition of trying is difficult or annoying, hard to endure. So when we say trying, it's like we are making an extra obstacle, putting another hurdle in our way. It is not going to bring forth what we want into our lives. It is going to push it further away. And I often catch people out when they say this and I'm like, are you trying to do it or are you doing it? Are you, are you trying or are you doing it? There's a big difference when you say you're trying. It's like it's hard. I'm trying to do this. Oh, but it's an obligation or it's a need or I have to do this or I should do this. I'm trying. I'm trying really hard. It's not a positive feeling when you use the word trying. Again, another word that I would suggest removing is cannot. (laughs) So I can't do this. So that's means to be unable or unallowed to do something. So there's no need to say I can't do something. Oh, I can't do tech. I can't um, get up and speak at that event. I can't um, lose weight. Everything I'm doing isn't working. I just can't do it. So when we say we can't, the universe is like, all right, okay, so I guess they can't do this. And the universe is always listening. So There is no benefit to saying that you can't do something. Say, I haven't been able to do this yet, but I am going to figure out a way. And then one of the really heavy topics, I don't mean to say heavy, but um, energetically charged topics that people may or may not discuss um, is money. And it is getting more and more discussed in recent times, but I know growing up, people didn't discuss money. It wasn't something that was really talked about, and it could be seen as rude to say how much you were earning um, and say how much you've spent on things unless you get a bargain. And I know a lot of people love a good bargain, my mom definitely ingrained that in me and I get very excited when I get a good deal on something. Um, But the word cost, when you say something costs you something, a cost is an amount that has to be paid or spent to buy or obtain something, but it's taking something away. When something costs you something, that is taking something away from you. So when you say, oh, it costs this much, that's not very inviting to a good feeling about what you have just purchased, whether it be clothes or whether it be um, an investment into a course. And using the word investment over cost can be so powerful. So I'm going to discuss now words to include in your vocabulary. So I'm just going to start with investment because even when you're buying a piece of clothing like For example, you're buying a new jumper. Instead of saying, oh, it cost 30 euro to say, oh, I invested 30 euro in this because it makes me feel really good and it keeps me warm. 
and I just feel more confident in it. And when you look at things as an investment, you quickly start to look at what you are gaining from that purchase instead of the cost, what's getting taken away. So when you look at things as investments, you begin to see all that you're gaining from them. So if it's a course, what are you gaining out of that course? I'm investing this money into this because I'm going to learn this and this and this and it's going to empower me. I'm going to get more confident what I'm doing and um, it's really going to benefit me instead of saying, oh, it costs me this much. It just takes away that, um, that, what's the right word? Oh, I've gone blank. Um, but it just, um, when we say investment over cost, it just gives us so much more power to look at what we're grateful for and what we're gaining from it. So I'd really highly recommend that you start incorporating using investment over cost in your day to day. And then other things to say in your world when you are working on manifesting things is to say, I will do this. So when you say, I will do this, you're expressing the future tense. I plan to do this. It's an intention or decision about what one is going to do. I choose to do this. Decide on a course of action. When you choose, it is completely you that is deciding upon this thing. A choice is such a powerful thing. And when you say that this is my choice, this is what I choose to do, not this is what I have to do or I should do or I must do or I need to do. I'm choosing to do this. So I do this even when I'm going about my day to day um, and getting some of my housework done. I'm a 24-7 single mom and whilst my daughter now has gotten so good at cleaning up after herself and the, she just spent yesterday evening and all this morning um, completely organizing her playroom and I mean like all the Barbie shoes are like in pairs in their little pop things and like everything is so organized she did her playroom exactly like I would do her playroom which is so amazing because like this time last year like her definition of tidying would have been just like pushing things into like the doll's closet and pretending like everything was tidied and sorted uh, when it was just out of sight out of mind um, and I didn't even ask her to tidy her playroom. She just decided she wanted to get it all nice. Um, so that's amazing. So she is a great help. But the majority of the housework falls on me. So all the washing, all the cleaning, all the organizing and all of that. And there's certain things that I really don't mind doing. And there's certain things that don't feel as good to do. I am not a love of lover of washing the floors and sorting out the laundry I don't mind doing in the summer but in the winter I, I'm not a big fan of like the clothes staying up and uh, to dry for an extra amount of time and all these things but when I look at my to-do list for the day I go through it and I'm like okay I'm going to choose to do the laundry now and I'm going to pop on a playlist or I'm going to pop on my favorite podcast and it just makes it so much more enjoyable than me saying, oh, I must do this or I should do this or I need to do this. I'm choosing to do that because I don't have to do the laundry right then and there. I could do something else. I could choose to do something else. 
So this is what I'm choosing to do with my time. So it just gives it such a better energy going into it. When you say I can do something, I'm able to do it. Like I believe maybe I don't have the ability to do it right now, but I know I can do this. I can learn how to do this. I'm going to do this. You intend to do something. It is not a question that, oh, I might do this. I'm going to do this. It is a fact. So using will, I will, I plan, I choose, I can, I'm going to has such a greater power when you are working on manifesting your desires over saying things like, I should, I need to, I have to, I can't do this. All of those words are not serving you. So when we are speaking out loud, when we are talking about things that we are wanting in our lives, and when we are speaking in our heads to ourselves, because we all talk to ourselves, or maybe that's untrue. Do some people not talk to themselves? I I don't know. I always have a little dialect going on unless I'm meditating and doing my breathing or like really focus on something um, else. Like I always have some dialect going on or myself and one of my good friends in school, we used to sit in biology class and we used to say scenarios because we'd just be like daydreaming about like little scenarios that we wanted to come through and at the time I didn't realize that that was actually visualizing visualization uh what we were doing but we loved um just like Sony out of biology and um we'd just say oh scenarios and we'd just be like enjoying uh dreaming about whatever it is that we wished to do um but when you're doing that, it's really important to still notice the language that's coming out, even if it's in your head and not out loud. And the more you get into that state of noticing, the more you will be able to self-correct and get the more powerful language coming out. And it's really important to not get annoyed with ourselves when we notice ourselves saying things that mightn't be for our highest good when we notice ourselves saying oh I need to do this or I should do this or I'm trying to do this if you notice that you're saying that and realize okay that's not serving me getting annoyed with yourself is only going to bring your vibration down more Instead, celebrate that you've noticed that you are using negative words and say to yourself, okay, what can I say instead to counteract what I've been saying? How can I use positive language now to bring forth what I want? And celebrate that you're noticing your language more. And it's really important that we don't be so hard on ourselves when we are learning new things and and maybe none of this is new for you but maybe uh, you just needed a little reminder um or maybe you know all this already and your um language is really really positive and then that's great um and if you have any other words that you would include to take out of your vocabulary or incorporate into your vocabulary I would love to hear um but I just really want to 
what's the right one? Why do I keep going blank? I really want to emphasize, that's that's the word, why was that a hard word to find? Um, I really want to emphasize that it's really important not to get hard on ourselves. It's really important to be kind to ourselves and celebrate when we do notice us doing wrong because that's when we can um, course correct and get back on the right path. So I hope um, that was a bit beneficial. Um, I will I go into self talk. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit longer because I want to talk a little bit about self talk um, on its own because. You will spend 24-7 with yourself in this life. There is nobody that you are going to talk to more than yourself. So it is really, really important that we create a positive inner dialogue. Our inner voice is our biggest cheerleader. And I say to my clients that it's really important that we treat ourselves like we would our most beloved family member, friend or pet, whoever is the most important in your life, that we start to talk to ourselves like we would to them. So when you mess up and you make a mistake, because you will and you're human and that's just life, we all make mistakes and that's okay. It's really important not to get harsh on yourself and to start beating yourself up for making that mistake because we wouldn't do that to our best friend. We would be like, oh, it's okay, look, mistakes happen, but like you can learn from this and you know that it's not going to happen again. And what would you say to your best friend or if you don't have a best friend or family member or child or pet, whoever is really important in your life, who you know you are always cheerleading, you are always encouraging them and you're always there for them compassionately when they mess up in life. That's the person you need to think of when you mess up, when something goes wrong and when you notice yourself talking negatively to yourself, stop yourself and be like, hang on a second, what would I say to them? And then say that to yourself because you are with yourself 24-7 and life can be hard. Adulting is not the easiest thing. I know when we were growing up we may have thought that it was the best thing ever and they have so much freedom they get to do what they want Um, but the reality is it's not as easy as we once thought it was and life gives us so many tests and there's so much obstacles and learnings that need to happen in life to get us to grow and to become our true selves. So it's really important that during all these learning times and the obstacles and the hardships that you're there for yourself with compassion, with love, with self-care and with that positive self-talk to get that inner voice really clear as your biggest cheerleader because you deserve that. You deserve to be loving and kind to yourself as you would to the person that you love the most in the world. And call it a little bit conceited, but I believe that the person that you should love most in the world is yourself.
because there's nobody that you're going to be with throughout this life more than yourself. Even if you have a twin, your twin will go off and do their own thing, as will you. You will go your separate ways at times. You'll come together. Even if you're joined at the hip and see each other every day, you still have times where you're not together. There is nobody that you are going to be around more than yourself. And it is really important to get that self-talk into that positive place. And that really enhances your self-love because you just get more caring towards yourself, which is a really beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, so just lastly, I want to invite yourself today to do something kind for yourself. Um, so I'm going to write, uh, not write, I have a written list in front of me. I'm going to say a few things that um, I like to do for like self-care and stuff. And some of them might resonate with you and you may choose to do one or two things from the list or you may choose something for yourself um but just do something nice for yourself today so mine would be like having a bubble bath with candles around it painting my nails doing my hair and makeup and putting on clothes that make me feel good doing yoga doing meditation reading a book in my garden or by the fire it's by the fire because it is rainy and stormy and um, but I have the fire lit and I actually um I've been away for the last 10 days uh, so yesterday evening I, I had the fire lit and I just spent like three hours reading a book by the fire and it was just amazing um so that's something that I love to do and um, listening to a podcast um for me playing my guitar or my keyboard singing writing dancing, doing a jigsaw or going for a walk in a forest or by the lake. So they're all things that really make me feel like I'm looking after myself. They're just for me. They're not for anybody else to enjoy and they really uplift me. Um, so I'd really invite you to do something kind for yourself today. Um, if it's something from that list or something else. And I'd love to hear from you what you decide to do. And um, yeah, that's all for me today. I will be back next Monday with my next podcast and I hope that you're enjoying. Please um, subscribe and download the podcast because unfortunately they don't count when you don't download them for some reason. And um, yeah, please let me know what you think and I'd love any feedback, whether positive or negative or constructive. Um, I would really like to make this podcast as good as I can. So any feedback is appreciated. Um, hopefully it's not too negative, um, but that's okay. Um, we live and we learn and we grow. So have a great week and I will chat to you again next Monday. Bye.